Hi, and welcome to Experience Points by University XP. On Experience Points, we explore different ways we can learn from games. I'm your host, Dave Ang, from Games-Based Learning by University XP. Find out more by going to universityxp.com. On today's episode, we'll cover the user experience. This episode is based on Celia Hoden's post, Understanding the Success of Fortnite, a UX and Psychology Perspective. See the show notes or description for a link to the original article. Fortnite has become one of the most successful video games in history, which has been a mixture of surprise, fascination, and wonder for someone like me. I am someone who was never that big on the battle royale genre from the beginning. Celia Hoden is the former director of user experience at Epic Games, where she worked on Fortnite from 2013 to 2017. In her original post, Understanding the Success of Fortnite, a UX and Psychology Perspective, she discusses the combination of her different disciplines in psychology, user experience, and how both inform the development of Fortnite. This episode goes deeper into the symbology that is incorporated into a game like Fortnite. Symbology is an important factor for any kind of user experience. It's especially important for games. In tabletop games, symbols are important for relating a chunk of information quickly, seamlessly, and easily to players. This is often easier said than done, particularly when designers tend to rely on colors or shapes that may not be as easily accessible for all gamers. Hodent goes into more depth in this article about the use of specific symbols for traps in the game. In original playtest, the symbol did not clearly communicate that an item was a trap. That made it difficult for players to quickly determine the meaning of different elements in the game. The connection between the symbols for traps and their meaning was highly important for the user experience. Players were better able to stay engaged when they could easily connect the item with its contents. This led to Hoden's split between two outcomes for players, usability and engageability. The latter focused not only on players' abilities to use games, but how they were engaged with the game through play. There are great applications of this in tabletop game design, as well as in games-based learning. Being able to quickly connect symbols with outcomes, loops, and resources allows players to keep their engagement with both game objects and the learning outcomes that we've created. All of this is designed in order to make sure that our game and the experience will be as intuitive and as easy to use as possible. That is the added ability of ensuring that our players and students can better engage in a state of flow through their play of our games. Honan also indicates that unlike tools, games aren't a means to an end. Games are supposed to be experiences that we play for enjoyment, but they can also be used for education and development through games-based learning. As with a socialized learning environment through experiential learning, it's important that relatedness also rise to the same level of usability and engageability. That means that being able to form meaningful relationships with others in the game is important for developing those bonds. Those bonds are furthered by what Honet indicates is the game feel and the subjective experience of the game, specifically how gamers remember how good it is to play a game. That good feeling certainly comes from usability and engageability, but it is also supported by the social network of the game as well. That social network also relates to how the thematic immersion of our games involved our players. Of course, there will continue to be tabletop games about trading in the Mediterranean, gaining the most victory points, or scoring the most honor. But how do those choices make sense for our players? As educators, we must think about how we can connect those meaningful game decisions into achievable learning outcomes. The answers to both are incredibly challenging and difficult to achieve. But through collaborative development, playtesting, and active experimentation, we can achieve polished designs that are inclusive, usable, and highly engaging. 
I hope you found this episode useful. If you'd like to learn more, then a great place to start is with my free course on gamification. You can sign up for it at universityxp.com slash gamification. You can also get a full transcript of this episode, including links to references in the description or show notes. Thanks for joining me. Again, I'm your host, Dave Eng from Gamespace Learning by University XP. On Experience Points, we explore different ways we can learn from games. If you like this episode, please consider commenting, sharing, and subscribing. Subscribing is absolutely free and ensures that you'll get the next episode of Experience Points delivered directly to you. I'd also love it if you took some time to rate the show. I live to lift others with learning, so if you found this episode useful, consider sharing it with someone who could also benefit. Also, make sure to visit University XP online at universityxp.com. University XP is also on Twitter at university underscore XP and on Facebook as University XP. Also, please feel free to email me anytime. My email address is dave at universityxp.com. Game on.